Hello, 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 and welcome back. Welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Do not forget to, you know, like, follow, subscribe, all that stuff. Follow me on the Twitters and the Gram at RMK Madness. Yes, 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 yes. Please do. Please do. Welcome back for another episode of the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. And yes, we have a lot to get into, really. We really do, but it will come. It will come kind of a jam-packed episode heading into the weekend. I actually had to remove a little bit of stuff to save it for Monday's pod because I didn't want this thing to turn into like eight fucking hours, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? So, we continue as normal. A good week for you. I hope it was a good week. Mine, not so bad. Could have been better. Could have been better. Had a couple of rough nights, sleep-wise. Kids had some issues. One night. Another night, I had some issues, tummy issues. If you've listened to the pod for a while, you know, I deal with a little stomach stuff. Fairly certain I have irritable bowel. (laughs) Because I fit quite a few of the symptoms, and I've been scoped, um, well, let's say, down the one way and up the other way, I guess is the best way to put it. And while I can't say it was pleasant or anything, or unpleasant, because I was completely out for it, which was nice, they didn't find anything. So, that's you know, when it's happening, it's like, well, that's good, that's great. They didn't find anything. But then you're also like, well, then what the fuck is going on with me? And it's very possible. I just have irritable bowel syndrome. But I know one of my main issues is reflux. And I don't remember enough from... I'd probably have to research, which I should do. (laughs) i research everything else. I should probably look into some shit pertaining to my body. But I... I just wonder if maybe my body produces a little too much acid or something. I don't know. Beats me. Beats me. I probably should know. But I don't. So. (laughs) But a couple of rough nights. It it turned into sluggish days. Had a hard time getting my writing done this week for my fantasy side. Well, and I'm tackling quite the article. And and if you're into fantasy stuff and you follow my fantasy podcast, you can check that out eventually and you'll see. You'll see what I mean. But struggled with the writing a bit this week. And so it was just it, it, hard to get going. But today, I, well, yesterday, really, I really got back on track and, you know, getting things going. So we're on a good path now and I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more normal. Back to normal. You know what I mean? So, getting going. And I would like to say, pay attention to my Instagram this morning. Once again, at RMK Madness, because I'm going to unload some shits. Let's just put it that way. I'm putting together, and it's something I've been thinking about for a few months now. Just just a little something, a little call that I want to call, uh, what the fucks? And I just want to put up random 30-second videos on the gram. Of just me ranting, complaining, dishing well-deserved murderous words. Not actual murder, but you know, the murdered by words. Never mind. (laughs) 
And yeah, so I'm going to get that going, I think, this weekend. And so pay attention for that, okay? Okay? And I'm going to get all my Patreon stuff going soon. I'm still working on logo and this and that. You know, there's so much stuff to all of this. There really is. Excuse me. Sorry. But yes, so pay attention to follow my social media this weekend. Hopefully getting some things going. And hey, like I said, there's a lot to get into for now. So I'll quit talking about me and all my stupid stuffs. (laughs) We're going to get into what we need to get into. And a big thing at least in my opinion, is the NBA returning last night, right? But first, let's go ahead and get into, you know, some of our more serious issues, serious discussion, because it is serious, and we've had, you know, a lot of stuff going on in the world, obviously, in the past several months, and we need to continue to address it, because it's all still big stuff, big news, big deals. We have to make sure We're covering this stuff and paying attention, right? So, let's get into a little bit of news. And this is just going to kind of overall cover, you know, you know, the normal stuff. (laughs) That's, you know, depressing and stressful and frustrating. And also, you know, we got to fight through because we got there's hope and things like that. So, you know, the news, the news. And we'll begin with COVID. Now, first of all. Madonna, who I was quite a fan of when I was younger, even a little bit had the hots for, for a period of time. But I kind of got over that. I got to a point where her moles started to bother me, I remember. (laughs) Which seems ridiculous. But young boys, I don't know what to say about them. I was once one. They are stupid. That's all that you can really say. But she's floating out this conspiracy now. Very, She must be a Trumper, I'm assuming. But she very much believes in hydroxychloroquine. And she also believes people in power already have a vaccine, but they're holding on to it because the process of holding on to it will make them a bunch of money. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and as far as the hydroxychloroquine, I'm tired of hearing about that shit. I really am. I'm not trying. If you'd like to try it, go ahead. I don't think people are understanding because here's the thing. If people really, really wanted to pay attention and understand, at, well, as best we can, because even our best scientists and medical experts can't completely understand this virus at the moment. And so if we want to, as citizens as individuals, understand it as best we can. We need to research. And one of the things going on is happening in other parts of the world. So this is a great idea. Like, for example, what was happening in Italy before the pandemic got here should have been a warning and how they handled things. That should have been a real good game plan set up for us to just, hey, let's try and follow what Italy's doing. But no. Our leaders did a terrible job of following that example. Which is, you know, why we're here. And so it would behoove us to continue to pay attention to the rest of the world. And I say this especially because, you see, 
in Australia, currently, they're dealing with winter. Obviously, winter comes at a different time down under, and they're experiencing it now. And they're experiencing their second wave of COVID. Turns out, worse than the first. Who could have guessed that? Oh, let me see. Who could have guessed that? Who could have predicted that? Oh, let's see. All the fucking people... All the scientists, the medical experts, all those who said the second wave will come. It could be more deadly. Viruses mutate. It's already mutated several times. We've been hearing this shit. And now you're seeing it play out in Australia. One of the better places to have handled the situation. Thankfully for them. I know I said that all weird, but you know what I mean. (laughs) But thankfully for them, because they just dealt with all the fire shit. I mean, damn. They're having a rough go, too. Seems like the whole world is, really. (laughs) I mean, when you look at it, you got China. Like, their citizens are thinking they're the shit right now. Even with the whole world hating them. Because they don't understand what their government's doing because they have censored internet. They are being fed lies. They are not being given the whole truth. You got Russia. Mr. Putin. Fucking essentially making him in power till he dies. You got North Korea. I don't even... And then you got us, and we're pissing off all the good countries in Europe. Now, I would never talking about this. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy if you think about, you look at our world wars and some of the, like, Germany was really bad back in the day. Japan, Italy, these are some of the better countries right now as far as you feel like you can respect them. And they've got their shit under control. And for the most part, those countries really have done all right with the pandemic. And these are all countries that have a checkered past. As does Britain. But it makes you wonder, with our checkered past, is some of it finally catching up to us? I mean, did we finally get someone in power who's a who's enough of a bad dude that he could lead us into something where I mean I don't want to end up like the next fucking Nazi Germany do you like those fucking old people at Walmart walking around with Nazis like what the fuck and I understand they were trying to make the point that Joe Biden's America is going to be with Nazi Germany is that what you want which is a piss poor if that's how you want to make your point by wearing nuts, that you're going to get have a hard time people listening to your point when that's what you're starting with is the fucking Nazi bandanas over your goddamn face. <laughs> but it, and it just, it's all crazy. It's just, it, I digress. I digress. So I think it's important to see 
how this all plays out in Australia. Because if people think, you know, shit's just going to start getting... Like in some states that were getting hit really hard. See, it was hitting areas like the coast, right? Then it kind of moved in a little bit. And, you know, this this next part of the first wave, because we're still in the first wave, but this resurgence, it was starting to hit states like Texas, Arizona, et cetera. And then those states start to do a little better. And what's going on now? The Midwest is getting creamed. So it's just moving across the country. And it's likely to do the same fucking thing when it returns for a second wave in the fall. And don't disbelieve it. I mean, when it comes down to it, the way we're handling it, it's never going to go away. And a lot of people are going to die if we try and get to this herd immunity. But yet they're still talking about kids going to school. <coughs> ah, excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, Got to wet the whistle real quick. <coughs> That's some high quality H2O. That's right. I do love me some water. If you don't drink a lot of water, boy, you are missing out. Well, you're probably not missing out because most people would argue water doesn't really taste like anything. I just really enjoy some cold water myself. But the bottom line is keep you hydrated. I just constantly drink water. It's good for you. And I, I, I really don't know what else to say. Water. I just high quality H2O. I just love it. Moving on, or moving back to what we were talking about. Digressing, you know what I mean. So, they d- and now scientists, medical experts say it, it, it is detrimental for the kids to stay at home. But I've got some questions about this, okay? Because we do have to remember scientists are continually learning all the time more about the virus. At this point, they believe it's a good idea. Now, is this the medical community truly believing this? Because teachers don't feel safe going back, and some parents don't feel safe sending their kids back. Do we really know enough? Is it really that safe? I mean, I have a hard time distrusting scientists and medical experts because But on the other hand, it's also very hard for me personally, because when you look at this shit, the the people in power right now, the people on the right, the supporters, all of them, this entire time have ignored the science. And now all of a sudden, when it comes to schools reopening, all of a sudden science is on their side and they're like, fuck yeah, see, scientists said so. And it all just smells fishy to me. Like, for the first time since this whole thing, they're on the same page. And <laughs> Trump will all of a sudden wear the mask, call it patriotic. But then a few days later, he's promoting this crazy doctor who we'll get into. Who doesn't give a fuck about masks and is really into the hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> hydroxychloroquine. I have a hard time saying that fucking word. So, I ask again, exactly how safe? Or let me ask it this way. How, how is 
homeschooling or online schooling that much more detrimental? I guess would be the more important question because I did see a video on how schools want to try and do this safely. And I'm just curious about a few things because I did some online schooling myself um, during my collegiate career and I found it actually that it, it worked well for me. And I guess when you look at kids, the aspect they're thinking of is probably the social aspect of it, right? That face-to-face learning. But here's the thing. If we're going to reopen schools safely, exactly how much more social is it going to be than being at home? Because I saw a video of how a school would try and do this, and let me tell you, it resembles a fucking kid's prison. More so than a school. And I see that shit and I'm like, nope, I'm fucking glad we have the option to do online schooling with our kid. Because you have to look at this. You have to look at this fucking video. Google some shit. Look at what these... Okay, because all the students would have masks. If you look in the classrooms, there's going to be less kids. They're sitting apart from each other. When they go to lunch, they're in a line where they're several feet apart. They're not sitting next to each other at table. Okay, so if the point of going to school is because it's better to have that um, face-to-face learning and the social aspect to it. But if we're trying to do it safely, the kids aren't going to get that. I mean, fucking come on. They, you can't sit with each other at lunch. Like, they're not going to get... As a matter of fact, to me, that sounds horrible compared to just staying at home. To be going and seeing your friends at school and you can't play with them. And if you try and play with them, you're probably going to get yelled at. Hey, give it six feet apart. Like, and the poor fucking teachers that would have to try and enforce all that shit with the smaller kids, especially like, get the fuck out of here, man. I'm all for backing science and medical experts. I that's been my biggest complaint is people giving up on science. So if these people are really saying that is what we need to do, okay. But I would like some of these questions fucking answered because some of it don't make sense to me and I don't like when shit doesn't make sense to me. I think there's sometimes when it's okay that shit doesn't make sense to you. There's several things in this world that don't make sense to me that are okay. But something like this, nah. No, no, no. I would like to know. I mean, according to Donald Trump, kids not going back to school would probably cause more death. (laughs) What the fuck? Speak of the devil. Let's talk about some Trump. (laughs) I need a good fucking... I need a good Trump sound effect, right? No! Yes, I do. I need a good Trump sound effect. Just every time I want to talk about Trump, I just bring this shit up. It'll be perfect. You know what I mean? 
Perfect. <laughs> so the crazy doctor I mentioned, Stella Emanuel, she is one of the doctors of a, a group called America's Frontline Doctors. They did a press conference outside of a government building, and it was on social media, and then it was taken down. <laughs> and it's basically, it looks like a bunch of fake-ass doctors in some fake-ass lab coats, but apparently they're real doctors. Now, this lady got her degree in another country. Apparently, she's legit here. But she's done some weird shit. Like, not only she think masks are bullshit and hydroxychloroquine, who she does say she's treated many, many a patients with, and that it works. Okay. <laughs> this lady also believes alien DNA is used in medical procedures. Now, I'll be honest. I do have a little bit of conspiracy theorist running through me. And I do believe there's more than meets the eye. More than meets the eye. More than meets the eye. That's what I meant. More than meets the eye. More often than not. I really believe that. So that's something where uh, I could see a little bit, but come on, lady. <laughs> she also believes that gynecological issues are tied to dreams, demon sex. Yeah, that's right. If you have gynecological issues, it's probably because you were dreaming about having sex with a demon. <laughs> so Trump Jr., Trump promotes her, Trump Jr. retweets the video, he gets suspended from Twitter for 12 hours, because <laughs> spreading false information. Trump, at one of his little press thingies, he was questioned about this doctor, and he tried to, like, defend it, and then he just got tired of the questions, and he ran away. Like a bitch. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is just... Oh, man. He's such a fucking coward. It's ridiculous. And it's like he continues to, you know, keep coming up with these different distractions. Th these different things to distract us from the last fuck up. <laughs> He's been sitting here warn warning everybody of Biden's America and what's going That's how you get the Nazi people at Walmart. Yeah, Biden's America, blah, blah, blah. But our economy is shit right now. The pandemic is raging. Crime is up. All under Trump. But he was going to fix this all himself, right? He's going to make America great again, right? We're not great right now. Remember during his fucking campaign when he was like, the world is laughing at us. Not really. They really weren't. They are now. <laughs> under your regime, you fucking narcissistic fucking egomaniac who doesn't understand when he's in trouble. Well, I think now he does see that he's in trouble. <laughs> His approval rating hit a low. He's losing people left to right. He's getting nervous, but that's scary. That's a little bit scary. Because then you come in 
with this new distraction and his claims again, bringing up the whole mail-in voter thing and, you know, the fraud. It's fraudulent. Even though facts and stats would say, nah, I mean, there's a slightly, slightly, like, less than 1% higher margin for error. Then, or margin for error, that's the right. For the mail-in than other methods, but it's still not something that's very fraudulent, as Trump claims. But he, he does this, right? With no fucking evidence. Just like the, uh, ah, probably caused more deaths for kids to be at home than to be at school. You're a dumbass. And the biggest thing was when Mr. Trump suggested delaying the election. Boy, did that piss a lot of people off. (laughs) And for a lot of people, it was also unsurprising. I said that's, well, not just me. I mean, it's been, tons of people have been, predicting like that that's going to be his thing he's going to try and make the election a big fucking deal like he was cheated or something somehow he's going to do whatever he can to try and stay in office because he's likely facing some penalties when he gets out and it's just funny how the trumpers don't seem to realize like you know he doesn't want to give up his tax documents he didn't want in the impeachment hearing, a bunch of evidence, you know, present. He didn't want, like, he wants to keep all this stuff to himself. Under the guise, like, of what? Like, you don't deserve to see this? But here's the bottom line. What do you think guilty people fucking do? If he was innocent, wouldn't he hand all this shit over and just be like, yeah, look, check it the fuck out. I'm good. Leave me the fuck alone. There's reason. And that's what people think. That's why fucking he keeps kissing Putin's ass. Because he was asked about that in the press conference. Sounds like he talks to Putin quite a bit. And he's never once brought up the whole bounty thing. Because in his own words, he thinks that's fake news. Even though the reports on it come directly from, like, (laughs) the British government, our own government, but yeah, that's fake news. But it's coming directly from the, like, it's just, he's terrible. He's terrible. And the whole delaying the election thing, I mean, it's par for the course for Trump, really. But the more he does this outlandish shit, the more he proves certain Democrats and others, like, you know, I say myself, but who the hell am I? But, uh, you know, anybody that shares that view that was saying this shit for a long time, he's just proven them right. And, you know, I was talking to my wife about this. Like, he, th- there's already people driving because you got to think if the, re- the the Republican Party, they got to get to a point where they're sitting and going, do we, do we s- stay with the Trump ship that is sinking into the ocean? Or do we bail out now so we don't lose our spots too? Do we jump ship? And that's what they have to be asking themselves. 
because he's making a mess. He really is. The uh, co-founder, dude's name is Stephen Calabresi. He's a co-founder of Federalist Society. It's an influential conservative group and uh, throughout Trump's presidency has supported him, backed him up, defended him, and until now. This is what this dude said. Now, this is someone who has been very supportive of Trump up to this point. He's the co-founder of a very conservative group that is very influential among other conservatives, Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. And his name, again, Stephen Calabresi, was appalled, in his own words, at what Trump said. And he goes on to say basically that, you know, he thought the Democrats, that their claim, and the never-Trumpers, their claim that Trump is this fascist, that he was just political hyperbole, you know. And that's how he took it. But he said this latest tweet is fascistic, fascistic, it's of fascism. <laughs> I'm just going to go like that. And worthy of impeachment. This is coming from an individual, again, extremely conservative, very influential, and very supportive of President Trump up until now. And for him to flip because of this, like Republicans, Trumpers, are you not hearing this? Are you not fucking paying attention? Do you see that shit? Even to joke about something like that. Holy fuck, man. Wake the fuck up. All these people that support him and call the rest of us sheep because we don't watch Fox News and we don't believe everything that comes out of Trump's mouth and we don't believe in this fucking crazy doctor and her demon sex ideas. Yeah, we're sheep. Yeah, Twitter's just trying to suppress the truth. No, Twitter's trying to keep idiocy off of its brand. Look at what's gone. The secret police. So much shit has, he has done. If there's anybody left at this point that does not realize what's going on here with him is either too busy sucking his dick to care, too ignorant to understand, or is in love with the whole idea of it all. It's only options in my opinion. These people do look at him as a god, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Man and woman. It's crazy. And also, meanwhile, his uh, buddies, his ICE agents, in charge of, oh, you know, stomping out illegal immigrants or whatever, these fuckers are complaining of the comparisons to the Nazis. 
And I'm like, if the shoe fits, you know. Like, it's funny, y'all are complaining about the Nazi comparisons while you're locking up people, taking them from the... Yeah, like, you're complaining about your situation. <laughs> well, what else can you say? <laughs> and lastly, lastly for news, I just want to say, fuck Mike Ditka. You go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. And why am I saying this? Because he's another one of these people that came out and said, you shouldn't kneel on the flag, get out the country. No, fuck you, Mike. Fuck you. You don't get to tell other people to get out of the country. If you can't see our country isn't perfect and you don't think people should be allowed to protest what they believe is wrong about our country, then you are fucking un-American. That's all there is to it. Has nothing to do with disrespecting the flag or the country. That's a tired old fucking excuse that dipshits like Mike fucking Ditka use to defend their shitty views. Fucking Mike Dick. Mike's a dick guy. He is a he's a dick guy. Not that I was like a huge Mike Dicka fan ever to begin with, but you know, old coach, I have to respect you. Okay, whatever. How's this going to work out if he's calling football games? Huh? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, if, if you don't know, Mike Dicka is former coach of the Bears, won a Super Bowl. Was it more than one Super Bowl? <laughs> but longtime coach. Now he does commentating for the football games. And uh, I guess he's got this women's football league that he's trying. And they were doing an interview with him about that. And they asked about the protesting stuff. And yeah, he said what he said. Fuck you, Mike Dicka. And we take a quick break. We're going to take a quick breather and, you know, I'm going to wet the whistle a little bit. I got to get got to get some water in my throat cuz I've been doing a lot of talking today, you know? Just got done with my fantasy football podcast not too long ago. Get that out there and get that rolling and then get this one finish my writing. It's a busy day. It's a busy Friday, but it's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a good weekend. I'm talking about why in just a sec. Here's Kuzma with a shot clock at seven. Cross court three. Davis good. Wow, another nice shot outside. Another three. And now shooting threes tonight. Waiters the drive. Kicks it out. Caldwell Pope three. Davis good. He got another one. Yes, 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 yes. That was last night. Good old Lakers-Clippers action. The unibrow going off. Sports is returning, people. Sports is returning. Are we not excited? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Now, the NBA is back. Returned last night with a couple of games. Two very close games. 
as a matter of fact. And Dick, Dicka, Mike Dicka, Mike, Mike Sadicka, <laughs> the previously mentioned Mike Sadicka, he won't like it, but uh, everybody, everybody, all the motherfuckers, everyone knelt during the anthem. Players, coaches, white, black, even the refs. Solidarity. Big Black Lives Matter painted on the court. Very cool. Very cool to see. You had the jerseys with lots of different statements on it. Black Lives Matter. All sorts of different things. It, it was really cool. It was really cool to see. And I'm glad we're at a much better place than we were in 2016 because I remember that shit. I remember writing papers for my college classes, being an old-ass motherfucker trying to finish my college my college degree online, and writing a lot about this stuff, and I, I know the difference. I was heavily involved in 2016 when Kaepernick was really trying to raise awareness to the issue, which should have fucking been there already, to be honest. Kaepernick shouldn't even have to do what he did to get awareness on this. George Floyd shouldn't have to die to get awareness on this. But 2016, Cap really kicked off something, right? And I was very supportive of that. And I wrote a lot about it in my college classes because to me it was a huge deal and a huge moment. And it fucking pissed me off and enraged me to an unforeseen level. I'll put it that way, that, that so many people had such a problem with it. And so to see now, because remember back then, the president fighting it and all that. Remember all of this. This is such a different vibe. What a difference it makes when you get a shit ton of white people on your side. <laughs> And I'm sitting here going like, hey, I'm one of the white people that's been like, we, we've been on this train for a while. Where the rest of y'all been at? What took you so long? Because there's the shitty ones over there. What took you fuckers so long? Who knows? But glad you're here. And so it's, it's just such a difference, man. And so to see all of this playing out on TV is fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. I'm sure it pisses a lot of other people off. And all those people are like, I'm not going to watch the NBA anymore. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that until they stand for the flag. Or until about two weeks when the playoffs really start going. And then you're sitting there like, I need, some, I need something to watch. I just need some sports. And if you don't return, you go fuck yourself. Fine, bye. The NBA don't need your shit. None of these sports do. If you're going to have a big fucking problem. Back to the basketball, to the action. <laughs> Back to the action. You know, both games last night, really good. They were close. Jazz beat the Pelicans. They were kind of losing all game and then came back at the end. Lakers and the Clippers. That was really back and forth. The Lakers were ahead for a while, then the Clippers were, then it was just bam, bam, bam. 
throwing haymakers downtown. And the Lakers pulled it off. Even though you could damn near see your own reflection in that bald spot on LeBron's head. <laughs> Boy, that thing was really showing. Poor dude. I just shave him, man. I mean, you do you. But I'm not. I, there's not much I get embarrassed about. I do not like the patchiness and the hair and shit. Like, I mean, LeBron, you do you. But for me, I don't like that shit, man. I don't know what it is. It's just one thing where I'm just like, nah. If the hair's not going to look nice, so fuck it. Take it off. It's just hair. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass anyway. And, you know, another thing I was talking to my wife about, is specifically with LeBron, is I very much appreciated some things he's done in the past. There was a lot it took. I used to very much not like LeBron. And then I feel like a lot of what he did, I really found, a, you know, a newfound respect for him. And, well, no, not newfound. I found a good respect. I guess I always respected him. So, yeah, newfound respect. We'll, we'll roll with that. <laughs> and the problem is, is that I, I finally found this newfound respect for him. Found of a newfound. Found of a newfound. And then he goes and pulls the shit when... Daryl Morey, general manager of the Rockets, talked about standing with Hong Kong. And it, and it just bothered me. Like, you don't, if you're going to be about equality, be about equality. Don't pick and choose. Don't be like, I can't stand up for Hong Kong because I get money from China. Like, come on, man. I, and so now I'm back to, nah, I'm not like hating him or anything. <laughs> but I'm back to, yeah, LeBron, go fuck yourself. And it just, it made me think of that because in the post-game interviews, like, I hope we made Cap proud. And I'm sure Cap, Colin Kaepernick's proud of all the shit that's, you know, there's a lot of good shit going on right now, and I'm sure he's happy about that. But he may also wonder why the fuck you didn't say shit standing up for Hong Kong. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, once again, dial it back, dial it back, back to the games. So both good games, and then, you know, in baseball you had the cardboard cutout fans, which I thought was kind of lame, but whatever. And then with basketball, you have these big video screens, right? And then you have virtual fans, and apparently you can pay to get a seat, and then you get on this chat room, and basically you can interact with other fans around you, high-five them, shit like that. It'll all be seen on the, it sounds fucking crazy, and you can see it on the wall, like, when a dude's shooting a free throw, these virtual fans are up there waving their arm, just like at a home game. So it sounds like when a team has a home game, they'll get to use these virtual fans. So it's going to be pretty crazy. I like it way better than the MLB thing with just the cardboard cutouts. <laughs> kind of feels like a, like the science fair at school, right? That's what it's like. That's exactly like the NBA. They went all out. They were like, we're going to make video boards and fans are going to be able to interact with each other virtually. They're going to high five, a virtual high five as they cheer for their game, their team in real time. 
And baseball's that one kind of dumb kid who did the bare minimum, just brought some cardboard cutout fans and was like, here we go. I put the actual pictures of the people uh, on 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 it though. See, I, they they cut them out like the people, and then I put the pictures on, and then we put them we put them in the seats, right? So it looks like they're sitting in the seats. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Have fun. Cardboard cutouts. <laughs> And the crowd noise, the, the, like, I really liked how the NBA did it. So I'm kind of excited about watching this all play out because I think, you know, again, I said if the NBA can stay in the bubble, not let it leak, particularly being in Florida, they got a good chance of finishing this shit up, and it should be awesome. It should be awesome. And really how it's going to work is so they're going to have basically an eight-game season. And this will be to determine the seeding for the playoffs. Now, obviously, there's more teams there because there's 22, I believe. And so you're going to have teams, a handful of teams, that don't make the playoffs. But there was enough teams close, you know, for those final spots that they're letting it play out. So keep the same records. I had eight more games and bam, bam, bam. So by the end of this eight-game stint, we're going to have our playoff bracket. And then from, from then on, it'll be pretty much normal in NBA playoffs. And it should be fun. It's all good stuff. So I'm very excited for that. Very, very excited. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe even a little more excited for tomorrow. Because, hey, we do got a bunch of NBA games coming today, tonight. So that's going to be fun, too. But... Tomorrow, we got fucking hockey, man. Eh? We got fucking hockey. I am so excited. If you don't know, hockey is my second favorite sport. I love me some hockey. And they have started out really good. No positive COVID tests once everybody got to the bubble. That's fucking good news. Now, unless there's a breach, they should be able to keep it that way. And because of how they got it set up, they will have two different hub cities, okay? One for the Eastern Conference, one for the Western Conference. Twelve teams each. Now, the top four teams in each conference, they do like a round-robin tournament to determine the seedings. And then the other eight teams will all play, and they're seeded accordingly uh, by records and whatnot, and they will all play a best-of-five matchup to play in to get into the official playoffs so then out of the eight teams left over on each side you're going to have four advancing to the actual playoffs and four going home and then the four who advance will play the four upper teams who have completed the round robin tournament to determine their seating and it's going to be just awesome all sorts of fun and then once we get to that point they'll have the regular stanley cup playoffs like normal and I'm very excited to see it play out. It's a little more to it than the NBA one. I love the idea of the round robin tournament, the, the, like or the round robin thing. This is just going to be awesome. And I'm very excited. It all starts tomorrow. Sunday, games all weekend long. Fucking get into some hockey, baby. That's right. And then I would really like to see how they handle 
the fans and the crowd noise too. Because I'm really hoping they don't go with some lame shit. Like baseball. <laughs> I didn't think baseball was like... I didn't think it was great. But it wasn't completely awful till you saw what the NBA did. And then you're like, yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. So we'll see if hockey does. And MLS I don't think really did much. So we'll have to see what hockey does. I'd like to see something similar to the NBA. But I wouldn't be surprised if hockey did just nothing. Because uh, during the exhibition games, they did have some crowd noise pumped in, things like that. So we'll see. We'll see what all hockey does. I'm excited. I'm very excited for tomorrow. And as far as baseball, hockey, not a lot of more COVID news at the moment. So I guess they're going to keep trucking on. But, uh, you know, they're going to face a problem that the NFL will likely run into, and that's trying to keep all these players and the travel and all of that. That's risky stuff, man. Risky stuff. So not a lot more news at the moment. I'm going to keep it up on it, and we'll keep tabs on it, and we'll get more information out as needed, obviously. This really isn't the sports show, but sports returning is a big deal because, A, while I don't think, as I've stated many times before, that we necessarily need distractions right now because there's too much important shit going on in the world. We shouldn't be distracting ourselves. But on the other hand, we do need to give our mentals a break. Just as we got to sleep every night to give mentals a break and our bodies a break, it's the same thing. We got to give the mentals, your brain, a break from that stuff. It's not distracting you from it. It's still there. You know it's still there. You're just pausing it and saying, okay, we've thought about you a lot today. We're going to chill out for a minute and think about something else. And we'll get back to you. <laughs> but I truly believe that. We, you know, I don't know. It'll be great to have. I, I just, you know, good to have sports again. And like I said, the, the basketball, the NBA games were really good last night. And if that's any, any kind of preview of the kind of, you know, games we're going to get from here on out, I'm pretty excited. I think the NBA bubble will be pretty entertaining. And I'm looking forward to see what hockey brings us. So, yes. Yes, sports. Because it's also important because, again, the social message, this social justice messaging, things like that, getting that stuff out. It's just so cool to see. It really, really is. Really, truly is. Anyway, okay. Take a quick breather, come back, close up shop, and get the fuck out of here for the weekend, all right? Okay, okay, all right. That's right. Game over time. This episode soon will be extinct. Not extinct, really. Just ended. <laughs> Speaking of extinct, okay. On the next pod, this is what I was going to... I had to kind of cut out from this one because it was getting too long, too much stuff to talk about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Next pod, I'm going to discuss some... Lost tribes and the different tribes living around the world. And, and 
just different things, mysterious creatures, things like that, because I've always been a fan of the show called Strange Evidence, and let me tell you, the new season's got a lot of good stuff in it. Check it out. And I came across this one. There's a tribe that was believed to be extinct, and it was found in Sumatra, and they are called the Ibu Gogo. They're f- fucking three feet tall, spear-wielding peoples of the forest. And a video was found because these dirt bike riders were just riding along through the forest on their dirt bikes, probably tourists, and they come across this dude running along the path, and then he cuts in the path, and he goes down another path, and then he cuts into the forest. And he doesn't look like a, like a little person or anything, you know, midget, oh, or dwarf, sorry, I shouldn't say midget. It doesn't look like that. I mean, it looks like just like, like my six-year-old, <laughs> but more man, if that makes sense. Because they're just these tiny little adult tribesmen. Well, I'm sure I'm women too. But it's just—it's it, crazy. Apparently they're very aggressive. <laughs> but a lot of those tribes are. They don't want the fucking white man coming and fucking around like they've done other places. Like, makes sense why these tribes would be so fucking violent and defensive. But we're going to kind of get into that. Because there's some crazy crazy stuff so we'll hit it up on the monday podcast excuse me and talk about some of this stuff and for sure if you need a break from sports this weekend or if you don't care about sports and you're not watching it watch strange evidence fucking awesome show fucking awesome show but anyway moving on time to close up shop the end is here that's right I will miss you all over the weekend, but I hope you have a good weekend again, watching some sports, some some strange evidence, whatever you want to do, get out in the sun, but be safe, social distance, for fuck's sake. <sighs> but definitely enjoy your weekend. Do not forget to follow, subscribe, do all that great stuff. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, check out my shit, at Madness. do not forget. And I will be enjoying my weekend. Aside from the sports, I'm sure I will be watching Shrek because now the six-year-old, he's he's starting to get out of the Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World phase and get into, back into, I should say, the Shrek phase. And really, I can't wait till it's, you know, he gets a little older and maybe he gets hooked on Harry Potter. That would be fun. Watching the Harry Potter movies with him. He watches the first couple a little bit and he doesn't mind them. But, like, really get into it. The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, these are other ones. I can't wait. And then eventually, you know, somewhere down the road, shit like Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, baby. Even though, you know, the whole ending thing, right? <laughs> it was funny. Popped in my head. The, the wife and I... We're discussing old school video games. I'm not sure how I made this connection between showing my son TV shows to this, but here we go. And we're discussing Goldeneye. And I bring up Medal of Honor because Goldeneye was really that one of those original first person shooters. And then you got to Medal of Honor, which was really one of those first-person shoot war games that was really awesome. And then eventually Medal of Honor kind of got overtaken by Call of Duty. But bottom line is, I got a PS2 that's just sitting there collecting dust, and I've got a big-ass book of 
probably close to 100 PS2 games. So I guess we's going to hook up to PS2 this weekend in the smoke shack and get on some shits. I got some Twisted Metal, some Crash Bandicoot, I, I, Rockin' and Clank. I got all sorts of shit on the PS2. So we're going to have some fun with that. I think we're going to have some fun with that. Anyway, anyways, yes. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Much love to you all, as always, as always. And remember, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad.